All right. What are we going to talk about today, Joy? Oh, look, bits and bobs. Bits and bobs. Music. We actually talk a lot of fighting. We talk, yeah, UFC. a lot of UFC, actually, because we're both fans, both mixed martial arts fans, jiu-jitsu fans, combat sports fans, so it's surprising that we haven't, but there is a fight coming up this weekend. We are going to have a moral dilemma. Do we go to said reef or do we watch said fight? Find out in this episode coming up. Coming up right catch. after this. Because the cat. Tooroo. You said fuck up Tooroo. Here we go. I fucked up last um, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you just fucked up then too. But it's a good song. South Summer. It's a good song. River Days. Have a listen. Here we go. Enjoy it. And um, yeah, <laughs> and ruined the moment. He was just <laughs> giving me the right best head. <laughs> All of a sudden, his other boyfriend called. Uh, you know, you should put your phone on. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. Put your phone on. Don't ask me. Don't I didn't. I literally have only owned a phone for about six months, <laughs> so I wouldn't have a friggin' clue what you're talking about. Yeah. So you put it on. Um, if you put it on flight mode, yeah, then you can't play the song. Ah. You have to have, have to have the song. So you want to be able to mute the calls, but not yeah. the music. <laughs> I'm out. Do not disturb or something. Do not, is that what it's called? Is it something like that? But I don't yeah, know how to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm the fucking I'm a banana farmer. In, fuck yeah. Hey, look, I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> but did you just enjoy that song? Yeah, I, I hope you to did. Play it last last podcast, but we, it didn't he was he was supposed to upload it, but it's kind of worked out all right because we only posted our what tenth, the last one last week. Yeah, like a couple of days ago. Yeah, we got we got a, um, so our, sh- our podcast provider sent us a big like 
How you going? You did really well. Ten episodes, fucking really well done. Fucking really good. No bricks <laughs> listening to them, but <laughs> <laughs> but if you are, if you are having a listen, we've kicked off a bit of a we'll call it a music month. Mm. I reckon throughout April, we, we we want to come up with a playlist, a real good Sunday sesh playlist. Yeah. So me and Taz are going to pick a few, and we want you guys at home to pick a few. Email them into us. Hit them up. Hit us up on Instagram. The pub ammo at gmail.com. Um, or just send them in on our Instagram. It's probably the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just comment on in, on Insta. And yeah, we want to hear those real good yeah. songs. Like, go down the rabbit hole this yeah. month. See what you can find. It's one you're just going to, if you're going to sit down in the afternoon, yep. get on the piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Have to be a Sunday session, but even though we're going to call this, this a sun, pub ammo Sunday session. That's what we're calling it. But no, just good sitting around yarning and drinking music. Yep. And all, and. I'm going to throw in a couple and uh, Joe's going to throw in a couple and then we're going to leave it to the punters. Buddy Oath. And then we'll, uh, once we've got the maybe 30, 30 songs fair, I reckon it is. Yeah. Oh, just keep adding to it. Just keep adding to it. Yeah. Just keep building on it. No, there's every playlist. There's uh, no time frame. This is the best playlist. Well, it is. You don't have to get up and change it. It's like a free fucking DJ, isn't it? <laughs> it's like fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Same DJ. Oh, mate, let's, get, let's not get started on <laughs> nightclubs. I'm still a bit. I'm still a bit violated after spend, having to spend a whole weekend in a nightclub. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> I really am. That was painful. Yeah. Painful as. What's new? What's doing? What's new? Well, what's new was uh, if you if you heard that song back there, I was supposed to play that song at the end of last episode, and then I listened to the podcast just to go see if I stuffed anything up, and I'm like, Fuck. Evident, <laughs> evidently, he did. <laughs> I was like, here it is. <laughs> the Riverdale Summit, here it is, and it didn't happen. All right. And you at home had to go and Google it. Yeah. Sorry. And you've already heard it. <laughs> so, um, But you got to hear it again. So welcome to the uh, Pub MO podcast, two average blokes with beers and stories for bullets. <laughs> <laughs> is that our intro? Stories for bullets. Beers and stories for bullets. Bullets for stories? Bullets for stories. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Nice it's pub one. ammo. It is pub ammo. <laughs> beers and stories for bullets. Beers and rounds. Beers and rounds. Yeah, That's beers the one. And rounds beers and rounds. Bullets. Yep. <laughs> did you get uh, out in the water last week? You did, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Any good? Uh, it was it was a fishing day and I dropped back in on the just on the reef on the way home and because um, I went to the back reef for a back reef session. As you do. Watch my YouTube. It's the only way to go. <laughs> Actually, yeah, get on the YouTube. You, back reef sessions, not to be confused with back to basics. Um, we're going to start putting some more stuff up on there. Yeah. And I've, we'll tie it all together. Yeah, I haven't. I've been a bit lazy. I'm not lazy. I've been fucking busy. Busy, busy, busy. busy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do anything. So when I go for a fish, it's just like it's my day off. So I don't really want to do any more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of anything. Of anything except <laughs> diving, except fishing. Yeah, so we went out a uh, fair way out and um, we, we found some fish and then we also found a lot of sharks. So That seems to be the general consensus mm, at the moment. So I pulled up and went back into a rock that I know I'm going to do a ride on. I don't like going there all the time, but mm. when you're going to get raped by sharks, you just go to this one rock and you get a six or seven fish and then you're go. happy. Your, yep. your esky's got looking okay. Yep. Nothing worse than your esky not looking okay by the middle of the day. Yeah, I know, midday and there's two fish in there. You're like, oh, come on, boys. Half your bait's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most of your sinkers are gone. Yeah. <laughs> All your tackle's gone, for sure. Yeah. But uh, it was a good turn of events. I actually took out a bloke that actually bought a lot of sinkers, all his own gear, and like, Bought a heap of sinkers, so I was actually taking his sinkers for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, 
I've never what? done this before. Thinking I feel like a scum, and I'm provo- asking, and I'm asking, can I, can I have, can I have another? Sinker? one of your sinkers, bro. We're, we're at the reef in my um, boat and stuff, <laughs> but can can I have one sinker off you? Uh, <laughs> just because I couldn't find one. Well, he he automatically gets another invite. Then, yeah, he's just it's he's that just, simple. He's probably got ten invites. Yeah, it's now. exactly right. That's it's that simple. <laughs> what did you catch? What did you end up with? Uh, we had about twenty fish, mostly silver nanny guys and stuff. Oh yeah, any good ones? No, not really. Oh, no, really? all pups. Yeah. Were they? Yeah, right. Just yeah. legals. Yeah, I, they're probably the best eating that size. Everyone's, they always are, though. Oh, the, the big nanny guys can get a bit, a bit chewy, thick, and yeah. not just thick. The fillets are thick, and I don't like eating a thick fillet when I'm when I eat fish. And I heard that about you. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what was coming. The look that was look going off face. the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. So Tony doesn't like a thick fillet. Mm. <laughs> And that's um, in the bedroom. Yeah, 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 of course. And in the, in the, in the women I choose. Yeah, 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 right. All, all the women? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, here we go. That old chestnut. Oh, single ladies. single ladies. <laughs> any, um, any pelagics around out there? No, I didn't see any. Didn't see any? Um, they rec- I noticed the green water was a fair way. We went right out, probably 45 mile out. Yeah. The green water... Only stopped about forty mile out. Oh, really? And then it was beautiful out there, but the green water was out past all the reef. Yeah. Mm, so, okay. So where are we going on Sunday then? A long way out. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> Evidently. Yeah, I think we might have to then. Just murky, yeah. was it? Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't murky, but it just wasn't like clean when you when you go in that good water. You know. You just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. You got to go that nice water, eh? I'll travel another 10K to get some better water. Yeah, bloody oath. Because it's only 10 or 15 minutes Yeah, in the scheme of things. And it makes for a much better day. Mm. So uh, Sharon or Armistice it is then. Yeah. Yep. I, um, I was thinking today about uh, there has to be some sort of fucking thing you can bolt to the bottom of your boat and send off like an electric signal that would just fucking piss sharks off. Yeah, but it'd probably piss a lot of other animals off too. But yeah, that's what I'm, I want to know. Not as do, much as sharks. Do fish feel like like the electric? I'm sure they would. They'd like have to. Would. They'd have to. Sharks would be a lot more sensitive to mm. it because they've got that that line of pores around yeah. their nose that has like a it's like a gel substance. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? There's some it's like a gel. Name. There is a name yeah. for it. Some it's like the line of St. Crispin's or something like Fibonacci that. Yeah, 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 something like that. I love that you just remembered the Fibonacci <laughs> sequence. That is so fucking funny. I was trying to explain that Fibonacci sequence to my wife the other day and she's just looking at me like, where the fuck did you even learn that? School. <laughs> what else did you learn there? <laughs> fuck all. Is Fibonacci all about your length over width over height and all no, that? No, Fibonacci sort of sequence was that, that, that number sequence that just seems to appear in nature and the easiest yeah. way to explain it is pine cones. Yeah. Because if you look at the, the, the very first like piece of a pine cone and then you hey, count this backwards around right that, this is some pub ammo right here. <laughs> if you take that very first like that centre piece of a pine cone and you count backwards around the kind of descending rings or spiral, the number increases, oh, it's it's like, the first, it'll be a single and then another single, and that gives you two. So if you add one and one, you get two. The next one will be a double. Yep. And then if you add two and one, you get three. So the next one will be three. So the, the sequence is one, one, two, three, five, eight, 13, and so on and so forth. And I, I don't Keep think you ever. No, I'm done. That's it. I'm <laughs> You're lucky you got that much out of me. You kidding? <laughs> and it, and they reckon it appears, in, it appears in shells and pine cones, yep. flower petals. 
It's it's the the sequence that just happens throughout, and they called it Fibonacci. Yeah, he's yeah. a Murray fella from up uh, Aracoon <laughs> country, I believe. <laughs> That's the story. Where's done? That's some yeah. Papa Mo for you. He was a he was a wick Munkin man from up Aracoon. So get that rumor I started. I think his mum or dad must be an Italian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he was a, no, he was adopted by some uh, and uh, some Italian folks down here in Sugarcane country. So uh, I think his yeah. name was Archie, and he, and he fibbed it, and he told lots of lies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fibonacci, Fibonacci. fucking lying Fibonacci. So these use, useless piece of information for you. Um, yeah, so uh, well, what were we talking about? We got sidetracked by Fib and, and Archie. Sharks, sharks. That's right. Yeah, so they've got that 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 line around their um their snout, and it's just yep. really super receptive to electricity and movement. I know there's something you can drop down, and and supposed to. And I asked Chris Bolton about it. He said it's fucking bullshit. So. Because, I mean, you can get all those shark shields, though, can't you? <laughs> yeah. And then, Put them on your ankle or, or your back But you don't really whatever. want to drop something down because you catch a fish, it's going to wrap up in it. Oh, yeah, no. You wouldn't want to have anything hanging under your boat. It's got to actually come from your boat and shoot downwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, and I just don't know. I don't know. I find that we have less in- incidents with sharks in the water than you do fishing. Oh, your fishing's fucking... Heaps less. Heaps less. I'd but then there's also a – you're also quick to dispatch whatever it is. I mean, yeah. the idea is a stone shot and kill it straight <laughs> off the And bat. also but where the – we are their predator. So the shark sees us as their opposition. Yeah, that's right. Sort of thing. So they're like, oh, well, I won't go near you because you've got the fish. And yeah, that's right. We've catch. got the fish and we look yeah. bigger than them. Mm. And and like we were talking about sharks a few episodes ago, they're, they're, they're not the sharpest tool in the shed. No. You can outsmart a shark mm. quite comfortably. You know, so, yeah, I don't know. We just don't see as many, but everyone I speak to that's going out line fishing is just getting pumped by sharks at the moment. Head after head or shark after shark. I said to Chris Bolton the other day and he goes me, don't ever um, surf or spear on a reef where you see a pro. (laughs) He goes, because they just... Yeah, that's good advice, actually, (laughs) without even realising it. That's real good advice. Yeah, absolutely Mm. they are. And the sharks, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, um... This weekend, what, when are we going out? Saturday or Sunday? Sunday, Easter. Sunday. We're cool. going to go Easter. Oh, Easter, Sunday. <clears throat> the only other thing is fucking UFC's on. Oh, is that Adesanya and Piera? Piera. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? Fuck, is it? Yeah. Oh. But we could be back. We could do a real quick run. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, that'd have to be. Oh, yeah, main events usually not till what, 1, 1.30? Yeah. They're we about could be so. back and then put it on and fucking get maggot. <laughs> Oh, look, I can't. I've got to go back to work. But yeah, no, you can get maggot. Yeah, you're probably right. You just kick um, yourself out. 100%. <laughs> I just <laughs> medicate myself heavily. Yeah, that's going to be a good fight. Who you got? I reckon Izzy's got them. Yeah, I think Izzy's got him. Uh, to, to, to be honest, I know I know Payetta's beaten him three times, but mm. if you watch all three fights, they were especially the second two, they were actually really one-sided. Izzy yeah. was winning both of them yeah. comfortably. Well, he had the last one won. He did. The last he round. needed five more seconds in coasting. that round. He was. And old mate came for him and he didn't know how to. No, that's right. And he got that's him. He was tired. wrestling should have got used yeah. instead of punching. He, but um, he's, a, he's a monster. I don't know how he makes that weight though. He's, he's way bigger. He's huge. Mm. Like even that, that Robert Whitaker, he was like, he's, have you seen the size of the fella? Yeah. And he's not wrong. Yeah. I reckon Whitaker would beat him before Izzy. 
Yeah, I reckon he would too. Because he's got Because he's got good wrestling. wrestling. Heaps better wrestling. I know. I reckon that that someone like that Shamaev, the yeah. um, Dagestani, wherever he's from, yeah. he'd fucking smoke him. I think he's going to smoke them all if you ask me. Oh, I think he is too, man. He is my new top dog yeah. in the UFC. And he's a fucking beast. Mm. You, you, you read his life. There's a little doco on YouTube that I watched about him just the yeah. other day. And you look at where he's come from and what he's been through. Mate, he's not going to fear anyone in yeah. the ring. No Gil- one. Gilbert Fucking Burns, no one. Gilbert, Gilbert Burns, Burns pushed him. Gave it to him the other Absolutely day. pushed him. And he's got a fight too. Yeah, he's fighting yeah, Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> which would be an interesting fight. That could oh. be a big bang. That could. No, but. I feel like Gilbert's it'll be over. Gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll say Gilbert by submission. Yeah, oh, well, if he's smart. Because yeah. Masvidal can throw him standing yeah. up. He really can. Yeah. If it turns into a war like that, I think Masvidal will get him. But if George, if Gilbert Burns is smart, you just put him on yeah. his back. Because his ground game's not as strong. Mm. And that's the thing I don't think Izzy has as well. Izzy doesn't have the ground game to, to really dominate somebody on the deck. He's got good anti-wrestling yeah, yeah, yeah. moves. He wants to stay up on his feet. But he doesn't have... No. Like, he, no. He's probably brown or black. I think he's brown belt. And oh, look, he'd be so capable. Don't capable. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he would. But you look at the other the guys that he's wrestling. Yeah. yeah. You know, someone but like... Pear has got nothing. No, I know. That's what everyone talks about. And that's but, why I'm surprised no one's put him on the deck yet. He's Brazilian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bizarre, isn't it? But he's just kicked boxing through yeah. and through. But he's been training, um, uh, what's his name? The fellow who's, who's the other weight division, he ran it. He just lost the other day. No? Ah, no. uh, he's Who? a Brazilian fella. We'll get back to you on that. Oliveira. Um, no. Bigger, bigger fella. No idea. He, I'm out. He's an old fella. Oh, I was right there, the name. He's 42. Oh, and he and he was the top of the division, or the champ. In what division? It might have been light heavy. Not a clue. Absolutely no idea. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, but I'll take your word for it. He's been training with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And at his gym, so he'd have to know a bit of jujitsu and wrestling oh, and look, stuff. Oh, you, you don't even make it yeah. to that level unless you've got some sort of ground game. But when you watch guys like like Khabib and and even Makachev, even though I think I'll say it right now, I reckon fucking um, Volkanovski got him mm. in that fight. I think he had him. I think if they really want to break it down pound for pound, old mate's fucking better. Volkanovs. Oh, way he is, he's a freak. He's an <laughs> absolute monster. He was half. He had ten kilos. That, on yeah, him. that's exactly right. <laughs> but I, I watched that weigh in between those two, and I was I happened to be messaging a mate of mine who follows the UFC pretty quick. And when I watched that weigh in, I actually messaged Zach and I said, "Man, I think Volkanovski's going to get this guy because he mm. was broken at the weigh in. Hey. He was fucking distraught. Mm. Like he had tears coming down his face. And those guys, they're not the type nah. to show emotion. You don't nah. get no emotion out of boys like that. And that's why he had <clears> fucking <throat> all these all these problems. We had to get fucking a nurse in to, to IVM. IVM, and yeah, it's illegal in the whatever. In, that's right in Australia. Apparently. It is. <laughs> but he was that crook, mm. you know, and that, but that, that, um, what's his name? Uh, the one we like with the hair lip, crazy dude. It's <laughs> Shamayev. Yeah. He missed, he missed weight yeah. uh, at his last fight too. Mm. Considerably. He missed by eight yeah. pounds. He didn't miss by a little bit. He no. missed by a lot. And, and then think- he fought Holland, who was the next division mm. above him anyway. And, but smoked him. Yeah. And that's the thing that I don't think a lot of these, it's the pace that they keep. Yeah. Khabib was the f- best example of it. The pace he yeah. kept, the consistent pace he kept. It's the it would, smothering. It's, that's exactly right, where you feel yeah. like you just can't you, you, get him off you like for you, five you, you minutes, You have one small win and you've got two minutes. small big losses. Yeah. 
You know, you think you're out of their takedown distance and all of a sudden he's hanging off your ankle. <laughs> How the fuck did you even get there? You know what I mean? They're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. And I do feel like that that Chemayev, Hamza Chemayev, mm. I think he's going to run through a lot of people. <laughs> what did Kobe Covenant call him? Cum shot. Cum shot. He's <laughs> <laughs> a funny dude, eh? And no wonder everyone wants to beat the shit out of him. But, but there's that other big, there's that other, that Russian Eastern European mm. dude, that that Rockmanov as well. He's yeah. another one. But I feel like his fight style, he's very up and down, very straight up and down. Yeah. Heads up, chins out. I feel like someone's <laughs> going to catch him, but no one has. And he's had, no. what, 14 fights? All I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I'm coming. When I'm coming. <laughs> it's like I'm coming all the time. <laughs> So, yeah, that, yeah. Ah, oh, no, nah, fuck that. We Let's go diving. Let's go diving. Spoke too much about UFC on here and what we what our thoughts are on people. All right, here's your, here you go. Here you go. We can run with that. Who's your um, UFC goat? Go. Goat. Yep. Oh, I'd have to say fucking. Uh... Who's your goat and who's your favourite? There you go. I'll give you two. <clears throat> John Jones. John Jones is a goat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he went away for two years and I know heavyweight champion of the world. The thing is, greatest of all time, you put him against another person that they might be two weights down, John's going to beat him because guess what? He's heavyweight champion of the fucking world. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like saying right. Mike Tyson against like a featherweight. Yeah, it's, it's, there's no, no comparison. Greatest of all time is the person who, who would dominate in everyone the ring, in yeah. MMA yeah. and would. Out of every fighter in that competition, they'd be standing there at the end of the day. That's yeah, and you're goat. probably right. It'd be him. That's how a goat gets made. He's, he's got the size. He's got he's got the record. Fact of the matter is, you can't argue. No. And and you, you go away for two years and and do fuck all go up. Well, then you know what? On the same hand, how long was George Saint Pierre out? Yeah, he was out for fucking three and a half years or something like that. Four years, and then he come back at at two o five, and blued with Michael Bisping and fucking knocked choked him out. Yeah, cleaned him up. So, you know, GSP's got to be up there in the conversation, but he had two losses. Yeah. It's the only thing that works, yeah. works against him is he had two losses. So I think if you just – you've got to take record into account. Yeah. And it only leaves John Jones and, and – We'll put um, it this way, um, Khabib. Khabib. But if John Jones fought Khabib – John Khabib Jones would smash him. Yeah. John Jones would smash him on, on sheer size and just mm. dominance alone. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. It's probably going to – think. who's your favourite then? My favourite? Mm, probably Because there's been a few – is it? Yeah, Volk. Yeah. You're not going to go back Volk. to any of the early ones? There's no, a few around. There's another dude, um, Jack Jack Della. The key, the Aussie guy Yeah, that's just come Perth. in. He's a beast, just, isn't he? He's just a fuck. I just like the his way attitude. He, his attitude, the yeah, way man. he fights. Yep. If you don't know who he is, he just won his last one in Perth and he's he won the Contender Series in America, so he's no fucking joke. No, he's no chump. So, is he the one that loves breaking legs? Is no. That him? No, no, that's not him. He's just had... He's had like six fights, five first round knockouts. Wow, true. Wow, true. <laughs> Something like that. What in UFC or here? Yeah, in UFC. Wow. Well, yeah. Okay then. All right. So, and he won the contender series and get behind the Aussie boy. Yeah, and 100%. he's just there's no bullshit. He's just a weapon. Yeah. Okay. What's his name? Jack Dellum. Jack Medella Dellum Madalina or something. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I know him. Dellum Madalina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's called Jack Della. I do know who you mean. Yeah, he's got a he's got a nose about as wide Madalena. as yeah, he's got a nose that's crooked or busted out. I know who you mean. He is good. He is very good. Mm. Um, my yeah, look, I got I probably got to agree with you on the goat side of things. Only only since he come back and 
like he smoked Cyril Garn. He smashed him. Oh. Dead set. It made him look. Like, it made it look like a an amateur. Fight, I didn't Nolan. expect that. I actually thought Garn was probably going to be a better matchup for him I than what. Garn was um, better on the ground. Well, I thought he was too. He had nothing. To, he to had get nothing. that guillotine like that. Like that. I didn't even think it was on. And he uh, tapped. Mm. Don't get me wrong. When guys like that squeeze, it's yeah. different. It's a lot <laughs> fucking different than, than your mate Tony but, down at the local BJJ gym. <laughs> but, um, but even still, it did, didn't look like it was tap worthy. But to have his head in that position that early in the fight. Well, I mean, it's almost like a crusher tackle, how he had him really. Mm. And those guys exert so much pressure. It's just yeah. different, man. It's his grip strength would be through the roof. Yeah. It's like when you roll with those two Mayoki boys down here, they grab hold of you, and it's like a fucking <laughs> 40-year-old brickie's just grabbed your wrist. You go nowhere. Retard strength. You retard strength. <laughs> down a strong. I'm down a strong. Ain't nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, yeah, okay. Matthew's boys are retards. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> See you Tuesday. <laughs> See you Tuesday, motherfuckers. Um, yeah, I think my, my favourite... God, I've got to go to George St. Pierre. Yeah. George St. Pierre or Anderson Silva. I just wish Anderson Silva had hung, hung it up a bit earlier than yeah. what he did. He went and about five or six fights too long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Didn't break his leg. He just started to get too cocky, though. Mm. He really did. For a good reason, though, because oh, he, he ran through the division. He, he was the same as John Jones. He, had he was. The same, like, he was the first was John the Jones. Yeah. And John Jones even says that he took a lot of his, his, his style and that sort of thing from what Anderson did. Mm. Anderson just never had his wrestling. Yeah. Or wasn't six foot six too. <laughs> big guy, but not that big. So, yeah, it might have probably be GSP. I just find but the only thing I don't like about UFC nowadays is it's become more like boxing. WWE. WWE <laughs> boxing. It's all the trash talk. Yeah. It's all the... And I get it. They're trying to sell pay-per-views and that's what the game's about. So you've got to do it. But mm. th there's a way to go about it. You know, I used to like McGregor, but then he crossed the line. Yeah. You know, some of the shit he started saying, nah, especially in the lead up to Khabib fight and that sort of stuff. There's yeah. a few things. You, you can stir your, your old mate up. Mm. But there's a few things you just don't say. Yeah. You leave them well enough alone. And he, he, Families, religion, race, that sort of stuff. That's where the Pick air, other stuff. Air Khabib. Shadow come Yeah, yeah, from. yeah. That's exactly right. And that was one of the most dominant <laughs> fucking performances I think there's ever been in the UFC. Eh? And the best thing he that did, was amazing, he but out and he tried to kick, Dylan he tried to kick him in the, the fucking face. He's a fuckhead. He's a flog. He's an oh, absolute, absolute flog. Flog. But for someone to run their mouth like that and then get fucking owned, like he won the third. I reckon he did win the third. He had a pretty good third round, but those other three rounds, he just got pumped. <laughs> fucking pumped. And and had shit spoken to him the whole time. Yeah. Let's talk now. <laughs> Let's talk now. <laughs> Boom. You talk. Come. We talk. Boom. <laughs> it's like what, what a the, weapon. The other one where he broke his leg and he's and he's still sitting on the ground yelling Running at him. I'm gonna fucking get you and all this. Yeah. It's like can't your legs broke? I'll stand on <laughs> like, the other. Dude, cunt. shut up. I'll kick you in the toe. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only thing that lost me with McGregor. Yeah. I liked him at the start. I really did. Yeah. But then it just got a bit much. And now there's a few, and it's, like I said, it's just gone, it's gone along the lines of boxing. Yep. Boxing became that. And it's funny, boxing seems to have gone full circle where now you look at the, the press conferences and that sort of stuff. There's not as much animosity no, in the box. They're, they're very professional yeah, now. Yeah, they are. In the way that they speak to each other mm. and you know what I mean? Like, especially that new generation, that Tank, Tank Davis and, and Ryan Garcia and that yeah. sort of stuff. They'll even stand toe to toe and have a chat and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But there's a real, 
a real professionalism that's come back into boxing again. Yeah. And I think that promoter, that Eddie Hearn, he pushed that a lot. Yeah. You know? I'm you not can, a big fan of boxing. I just, I just, yeah. I'm not oh, I think boxing's one of those, my interest in boxing is usually determined by who's boxing. Mm. If there's like, I really like Ryan Garcia yeah. at the moment. That, I, I watch young, him a lot. I watch him a good. lot. Like Tim Zhu is another yeah. one. He's real good as well. There's a, a young poly boy that's just jumped on the scene too, Aukus, A-U-K-U-S, and he's got a Polynesian last name. Well, I don't know. Um, and he is he could be the next big thing to come out of Australia, man. Yep. He really is. He's got amazing footwork. He's... Um, He's a really good young up and coming boxer. I'm just trying to find his um, because box. I think that one of the biggest problems with the um, UFC now, Conor McGregor, he went out of the box, did what he did, and now there's other people trying to copy. Yeah, I know that's right. Absolute. It opened a, it. Yeah, it, it opened a, a can of worms. That um, they, where that what one that they Paddy Pim, Pimblet. Pimblet. Yep. He's sort of along those lines, but he he lost his last fight. Yeah, and they he did. gave it to and him. they gave it to him. And that's the thing; they start looking after the and that and that that there yeah. that put a bad taste through everyone in the whole MMA community oh. who knows who actually knows about fighting and stuff I, like that. I reckon the worst one that kind of changed that was actually GSP because mm. he had a fight against Johnny Hendricks years ago. Now, like probably the best. Part of eight years ago, maybe thereabouts, and Johnny Hendricks beat him. Blind fucking Freddie could see Johnny Hendricks beat him, but they yep. gave the win to GSP, yep. and that was the last fight he had before he kind of retired and fucked off for a while. Um, but Johnny Hendricks got him. Yeah. But they ruled for the favorite. They ruled yeah. for the fan favorite, and that's they the look at, they look at age, see who's behind them, and that, that's when it turns into. You, guess who just bought UFC the other day? Who the WWE? Did they really? They've all merged. Have they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> so they're all they're all one big company now. Wow. And um, like yeah, so I think uh, Dane's still going to run it, but I think they sold it for like ten billion. Whoa! <laughs> Goes to show how much coin that WWE generates. The way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's ridiculous and it's Goes retarded. Goes to show how many fucking retards. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but but tell me, who was your favorite wrestler when you were young? I didn't even watch wrestling. No, you didn't, did you? No, oh, a, I did. I, got a, I, I can't lie. I was lie. a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was a fucking idiot. I got into it. The Ultimate Warrior. He was my favourite. <laughs> this this boxer's name is Polo. Polo? Polo. Polo Alcuso. 1997, he was born. Light heavy weight at the 2020 Olympics. Um, he'll be a big deal. Yep. He'll be a big deal. He just fought on. He was on the undercard for that last Tim Zoo fight and he had the finish of the night. Oh, yeah, some, I heard about that on another yeah, man. podcast. Yeah, he was lean as a whistle. Yeah. His footwork, it was very Roy Jones Jr.-ish. Yep. The way he moved and that sort of stuff. And, you know, his opponent's swinging punches and he's already gone. Yeah. Already off at 45 degrees. Boom. See, Showtime Pettis beat him the other night. Oh, really? Um, beat him. Yeah, he got his hand raised. I don't, I don't know much to him about it, but he beat Roy Jones Jr. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. right. But you see the size of Pettis now. He's a big man. He's big now. Yeah. And he was only a little weed in the in the MMA. Yeah, he was. He wasn't that big, eh? No, he's, he's probably, Bulk, yeah. Bulked right up. Probably 80, 85, 90 kilos. Because um, Anderson Silva's had a couple of those kind of mm. celebrity has-been fights. Yeah. And he's smashed everyone, eh? Mm. He can actually box really, really well. Yeah. 
But I think we grew up in an era of boxing where we had, you know, Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson, Evander <laughs> Holyfield, Mike Tyson. No, that's all. And then it was just, was but, it, but but he just generated so much interest. But didn't heavyweights was the only boxing. It was you the watched. only category you never yeah. even you, you barely even knew about the the smaller categories until you no. started to have you know your boxing enthusiasts would be able to rattle them off. Yeah. But once Pacquiao and Mayweather, mm. Roy Jones, guys like that, they really put into the stratosphere that yeah. it is today. You know, and they got some good boxers coming through now, but they're all in the lighter divisions. Yeah. It's like the UFC. You, you watch those lighter, lot of weight class fighters now. You watch how quick they are and how fast yeah. they move versus the heavyweights. Yep. And you kind of go, oh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I talk to the boys at training even with jiu-jitsu. You got um, – when I used to tr- um, go on comps – I used to get around 85 kilos. I used to sit on 90 and then drop back to 85 kilos because that yeah. was the cut before the heavyweights. So then you can you can just uh, fight around that weight and then you're fighting people your own weight around yeah, 85 yeah, yeah, kilos. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They're not fast. Yep. They're not big. They're a little – they can be strong but they're not fast and big. Not uncontrollable. But then if you drop 15 kilos – You've got these dudes that train with these 85 to 90 kilos every night trying to survive. So their technique is through the fucking roof. Yeah, okay, I'll get you. So these 70 kilos, 65 kilo dudes, I'd, I'd rather, if, if I go on uh, open weight, I'm not fighting them dudes. Like, fuck yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> fight the big boys that have limited <laughs> gas tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. little fellas just have all the skill and all the technique and. Just to fucking whoop ya. And you look at the, even the UFC is probably the perfect example of it, how it, all those athletes, their ground game has gotten that good that there's only a few that are known as submission specialists yeah. now. It's, it's, it's kind of evolved where it went from being a wrestling to a stand-up thing back to like a ground game and wrestling thing and now it's just graduated back to being almost a stand-up thing anymore because yeah. you got your your Go John through. Jones, Payettas, the, mm. the Izzy's and that sort of stuff. Even Volk, he's, he's got a very strong ground game for someone that didn't um, grow up in a Greco-wrestling country because mm. that's a big difference when you roll with someone from the US that's done yeah. a lot of Greco-Roman stuff. I think he stuff. did get Australian wrestling champ. He won oh, did he? Day. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, right. So um, and, and same with that Whitaker. Yeah. I know he's held a few titles in yeah. Greco-Roman. That was his sport mm. sort of growing up, I suppose. And like, yeah, like you said, there's bloody no no wrestlers in Australia. Wrestling. No, not particularly. <laughs> it's only just starting to catch on now and that's because of the UFC. Mm. Wrestling never bought wrestling here. No. The UFC's bought wrestling here. Yeah. But those, those lighter weight divisions, they're awesome. You want to hear a funny story? There was a, I don't know his name, but he was a well-known, Ast- I don't know if he was an Australian wrestler or American wrestler. Came to Dunk Island, went out there and just hand cut 10 acres of fucking land and started his own commune out there. Really? On Dunk Island. And yeah, that, right. That's a true known fact. When was this? Ages ago? <laughs> yeah, I had Anzac on my last podcast and he, he grew up on Dunk Island. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's how the whole little little commune started up out there. Is it? He kicked There's, it off. Yeah, some, some old wrestler. Some old yeah wrestler from somewhere, and he he come and kicked it all off, sawed all his own trees down, built his own properties. What and a everything. weapon! Yeah. <laughs> what a weapon! That's so cool. And if only we could do that now. <laughs> How good would life be if you could just pick an island, go out there, chop some trees down, build yourself a house, and this set up mine. a shop? This is mine, bro. <laughs> hey? I think it was Fifteen acres I had, or something like that, or just yeah. 
of the commune sort of he probably won't like me calling it a commune, but that's what it was. But that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, that's way cool. I've never yeah. heard that story. That's very cool. Hey, speaking of down that neck of the woods, that was our uh, toast the fact this afternoon. He's just realised that the longest – well, we can't call it a jetty though, can we? No, what do you call it? I guess it's a loading facility, mm. but it's the longest one in the country. It's just south of us at Lucinda. What was it, 5 5.7 5. Ks. 5.7 Ks long. We're going to have to make an episode out of that. Well, yeah, we We're are. going to have to do a back reef sessions on that. I don't know if I'm going to spear it though. I don't know if my nuts are that big. <laughs> but a 5.7 K jetty, ching, ching. Cheers. That is a big jetty. There's some big fish under that thing too, man. Big grapers. Big barra. Big heaps sharks. of queenies. Big goosebumps on my arms. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. I don't know. You, could you imagine some of the bull sharks that'd be swimming around uh, that thing? Like you said, someone the other day went down there and all they brought up was heads. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> there'd be some massive, but then also there'd be some big barra under that jetty. Mm. If you were going to shoot a once in a lifetime barra as a spear yep. fisherman, I don't know if you could go too far wrong with that. Yeah, I've seen some scuba footage of. Under there. Have you? And it's pretty crazy how many barrows sit under there. Really? I think it was in like in November. So yeah. Yeah, that's warm when they water. school up. Yeah. Around the mouths and stuff like that. So you wouldn't be able to do anything, but they were there. Because I saw some footage not long back of the Cooktown jetty. And so I don't know if someone dived it or if they just dropped a GoPro down and on a pole and had a look around. Um, Barrow everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely everywhere. Mm. But they're so well fed. <laughs> You can drop all sorts of stuff yeah. in front of them, live baits, soft plastic, <laughs> squidgies, you name it, and they'll just sit there and look at them, might even touch them. And I've, I've done that before. Yeah, absolutely. You drop it right in front of their yeah. nose and they're just like, nah. And you can and see them on the sounder, you yeah. know you are. An hour later, boom, hungry. Yeah, that's right. And you'll catch six in 15 minutes. weirdos, eh? Yeah, they are, aren't they? <laughs> but just as a spear, like I'd love to spear a real good one. I've shot one, not a good one, but I would love to shoot one real big one. But yeah. it's just... The areas you gotta go. That's exactly <laughs> it, eh? And the sharks don't bother me. Like, no. sharks have made me nervous every now and then, but they really don't bother me. Fucking crocodiles too, brother. Yeah. They're different, hey. Yep. They're I, a predator, man. They're a predator. <laughs> I do not. I do never want to, to encounter one of them in the water ever. The only chance you really got of sort of being okay is spearing in winter for barra. Yeah. Because they're the crocs aren't as. They're, They're not in the water as much. They're not as lively. Too cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spending more time up on the bank. Mm. And But I think wherever you go to do it, you've got to have a boaty with a firearm. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. You know? And DBI doesn't want to hear that, but fuck off. <laughs> if That's I'm like, going spear in an area there's crocs, someone's going to have a gun. Right? <laughs> it's not unreasonable. That is absolutely not unreasonable. <laughs> the fucking uh, few years ago, I was at the, you know, in winter you go to the service stations? Yeah. I fucking pulled, um, filled up my petrol car, and as I pulled it out, you know, you get it earths out. You know, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. Got a bit of static in winter. Yep. And it fucking caught my um, jumper on fire. Really? So I jumped in the car, fucking quick, left out of there quick, drove all the way up the fucking road. Cops pulled me over. Fucking possession of a firearm. Oh my God, you're a <laughs> <laughs> Oh my fucking God. Oh. I just thought you said firearm before. You like, know, oh, I know, I know, I get it, bro. I get it. It's fucking brilliant. It's genius. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Because I was hanging on every word. I was like, fuck, you're kidding. How did the car not blow up? <laughs> Why did you drive it away, though? That doesn't make any sense. 
Fucking retard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Lucinda, big fucking wharf, that one. Yeah, great big wharf. So, we're going to have to go down there and have a, have a, oh, look, I think it'll be a fish. Let's be honest. I don't know if I'd dive that. Mm. Maybe on a cracking good day, you know, you get out the end, there's 40 meters visible. You're probably going to go in, let's be honest. Yeah. I think, I think uh, the whole Hinchinbrook Channel, Cardboard or Lucinda is probably some of the best fishing you can do. The east coast of Australia, south of Cooktown. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon. Absolutely. And I, I personally think it's up there with, with what you'll find north of Cooktown mm. too. There's there's plenty of places up that the Cape York that wouldn't fish as well as what that place does. Yeah. Right. And it's just it's like everything. It's just local knowledge, knowing where it to is. go and what it's local it's, knowledge. It's a lot of lot of water there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A it's lot a, of it's water. a huge area. Yeah. It's a huge area. You know, right up to the around the around the eastern side of the island, out to the reef. There's, yeah. a, there's a huge amount of country in there, and that's the thing uh, with Hinchinbrook Island. The outside of Hinchinbrook is the same distance from where we go to the reef. So that is it. I think it's eleven mile from Cardwell to the back of Hinchinbrook. Yeah, and then it's the same distance from us to the reef. Oh, okay, all right. So it's a bit of a drive. Yeah, it is. It even, is, isn't it? Even Mission Beach is a bit longer. It's like another 10, 15 minutes drive or another 10 mile or something more than what we do. When you work out the time frame it takes you to drive, say, down to uh, Clump Point and put in down there versus just putting in here and going by yeah. boat, it'd be about the same, wouldn't yeah, it? Easy. Hey. And you're going at that angle anyway. That's right. Mm. Like it's, it's honestly an extra 20 minutes in the boat or 20 minutes in the car. But it's also the, the angle back... It drops back inland too. The coast drops back in, so probably another five mile you've got to travel. Okay, then. As yeah, well. right. Yeah. Yeah, I've looked at that in a few spots around here that it's the the, the distances aren't that far. No, that's what I said. Off Innisfail is the closest to the reef south of Cooktown. Yeah, it is. I noticed that because mm. from uh, the river mouth out to, uh, what's that little patches? Arthur's? Mm. Yeah, the river mouth out to Arthur's is only 22 k's. Mm. 12 mile or something, something like that. Yeah. yeah, not much at all. Fuck all. It yeah, it's tight. It's last boat used to take me 20 minutes to get there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Trust me. <laughs> I was white knuckled and puckering the whole fucking way there. <laughs> Couldn't understand why anyone wanted a boat to go that fast. It just didn't make sense. It made all my are sense. Are we going spearing or are we racing? Fuck, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but you got there and you got home Fucking quick. got there, all right. <laughs> Jesus. It's petrifying. I think I even ripped a part off your boat. <laughs> Literally. You did. <laughs> I did. Like, fucking terrifying. That's not a shit bar. <laughs> it fucking turned into a holy shit bar that afternoon. Let me give you the tip. So I was just going to run a few, uh, another thing by you. Yeah, sure. Easter traditions. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, a lot of – I get jealous of people who go, like, we go to this place every year and our families and – I admire that. Years. I admire that. Like I, I guess there's probably a part of me that thinks, oh, I wish I had a spot like that where um, uh, where me and mates and family yeah. all, all got together and fucked off at some time of the year and mm. hung out. Um, but no, we don't. And I, I, I know why I don't because I can't fucking go inland – for more than a couple of days because I'll just fucking go insane. I always go somewhere near the coast <laughs> but or at least a body of water. Yeah, and the way I see it is Easter on the coast is usually fucking shit. It's usually horrible, but I think it's going to be good. It's going to be the best Easter we've ever seen. 
It's just, it's, it's. I it's almost turned the switch off. It's like, yeah, the weather, weather pattern. I don't, I've never seen the weather like this in mm. far north Queensland this time of year. Oh, the last Easter was probably about six to eight years ago. That was flat. Was it? Mm. It was a fucking long time ago. See, that's the main reason I've, I've never really booked Easter as someone to go. I don't. Because it's always wet. Yeah, I don't. I, and yeah. I tell all these people, contact me on Instagram and stuff. Oh, I'm looking at coming up this way. I'm like, don't come up here this time of year. It's Fuck horrible. Off. It is horrible. Else. Yeah. Yeah, don't come here. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. So I've nev- that's probably a shit hole. <laughs> that's probably why I've never booked anything for Easter. Um, I'm booking tentatively booking something for June, June, July though, because I've got a good mate that's coming over from the US and a good mate that's going to be moving to Japan towards the end of the year. So you'll have to get in on that one. We're just going to vanish probably three or four days. We're just <laughs> trying to work out if it's um, going to be three or four days in the bush or three or four days in some sort of holiday house on the beach where we mm. can take a boat and pretend like we're going to fish but we just sink piss for five days straight. <laughs> we're still sitting on the fence. We're still sitting on the fence. We don't know how this is going to work out. I'll There's let you know. dildos all over the oh, fence. Oh, mate, everywhere. <laughs> Hanging off the walls. Every door will have one on it. Come on. <laughs> so they'll just be sticking up off the floor like little landmines. Yeah. Don't but- trip. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the other thing is – um. I think traditions, places you go, like it'd be good to hear from you. It's fucking an awesome spot you go, but don't have to say exactly where it is. But but just, the vicinity, because none of us want to give away our good spots. No. We don't. But yeah, it's. I just I just admire people that can do the same thing year in out. Just and it just runs through the family. Yeah, 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 completely. Yeah, it's pretty good. They eh? do, and I, I remember we were up the Cape. Oh. <laughs> Big ten year ago now, I suppose, at a station called Silver Plains, and I actually met a family from Tully, and I didn't live down here at that stage. We were still living up in Cairns, but um, I met this family from Tully, and they were cane farmers, and there was four generations from granddad down to great grandchildren um, of this family. There would have been eight or nine cruisers. There was yeah. you've never seen so much gear. They obviously did it every year. I they all you, had. I bet quads. you their name ended in a vowel. Yeah, of course it did. Italians. Vecchio, <laughs> Videla, Da Vinci, something like that. Da Vinci. Um, and, and, yeah, they did it. They'd been going to that one particular station for 41 years. Yep. 41 years. And I was hey. like, man, that is cool. Mm. That's very cool. They had all the gear. They even had like a 300-litre chest freezer on the back of one of the utes plugged yep. into a thing just because the old fellow, I'll never forget it, he, he would have been in his 70s. He liked ice in his drinks. So they took a 300-litre chest freezer full of bags of ice and just had it plugged in on the back of the ute the whole time they were there. They like, fuck it, why not? If you've got that many cruisers and that much gear, you, then you can you can take it. You've made room to take it. Take it. Yeah. And saying that, I, we used to have an Easter tradition up until I was about 12. We used to go to Corumba. Oh, yeah. But this was Corumba before Corumba was known as Corumba. This was, it was a desolate place where yep. pro fishermen went and that was it. And that it. was it. That yeah. it wasn't like this big bar and no 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 it was when the animal bar probably only just yeah. started type yeah, but yeah thing. the animal bar was there but that yep. was that you know with the spit yeah where all the tavern and all that that yeah, was yeah, yeah. nothing that was just sand. really yeah yeah the only right. house that was out there was a couple of um, DPI houses out yeah, of the yeah. airport yeah that was the only fuck only, it would have fished good back then eh yeah yeah we used to go out catch fifty grunter in the morning yeah. Go back fillet them and go back in the afternoon and get another fifty grunner and then king salmon in the afternoon and. But you never kept caught fifth, kept fifty though. I just like you know he threw some back. Back of the ute. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I now, don't know why the place and now is evidently, fucked. And now evidently it fishes like <laughs> shit because <laughs> I had a mate that went over there not long back and they, they drove from here shit. all the way over there and he caught, I think he caught two blue salmon or two catfish. I can't remember which one it was, but that was it for fucking five days. I've got two it. friends that go on there this weekend. <laughs> <Are> they? <laughs> No, it's a good spot, go. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, have fun. Hey, so I've got a moral dilemma to run past you. So uh, I'm I, not I, touching your doodle. Again. <laughs> um, I've got a mate of mine, right, and, and his missus wants another dog and, and they, live on, they live on property. They've got a bit of a snake issue on their property, uh, brown ones, like nasty ones. So she was talking about getting a, a dog. She, you know, she, she said, oh, what sort of dog do you think to, to her hubby? And he said, oh, you know, maybe a Jack Russell or a Foxy, something that are good little ratters and something that, you know, they move quickly enough to take snakes on. You know, they got that real savage head yeah. shake. They grab hold of something and it's dead within two seconds because of the flick from side to side. I said that and she kind of took it on board and she said, oh, that's exactly what he said. I said, not what you wanted? She's like, no. And I think she, she's talking about a French bulldog or a <laughs> fucking sausage dog or something <laughs> like that. And anyway... She buddy sends me this message this morning with this beautiful little fucking tricolour sausage dog, a little dachshund, a dash hound, a dachshund or whatever the (laughs) fuck they call them. Now, evidently, these are my most hated dogs. Like I fucking hate them. I detest those dogs. You know they're the dog that attacks most people in the world? Responsible for the most bites. Yep. (laughs) They're also one of the dogs with the highest kind of injury rate. They reckon if a a, a dachshund jumps off a couch, it'll break its back. That's how fucked they are. Like their backs. They're just so easy. Look at them. Look at them. They're retarded. So she's like, oh, it's amazing. And I I Googled it. And she did because she sent me a snapshot of it. Um, (laughs) She Googled whether they were good at catching snakes. And somebody in in the stratosphere deemed that, yes, they are a good ratter. Number four on the list apparently. (laughs) The first three I'd never fucking heard of. So I don't know where this human was and I don't know what dog breeds they had at at, at their disposal. Um, She's like, okay, well, look, that's the one I want. So when, when my hubby rings and asks you if, if they're a good dog, you got to tell them. So do I tell him that it's a good dog? No. Or do I say that I fucking hate him? No, fuck him. I've got to do right by him, don't I? There you go. And, just, yeah. and just say they're pieces of shit. Yeah. They're mongrel dogs. Mm. He knows. I think he knows that they're shit dogs. Yeah. He'll just want a bit of positive affirmation that my, they're shit dogs. My family out there wanted to get one a while back. And can you see one around here? No, I know. Amy wanted Amy wanted one not long ago, actually, because we had a French bulldog, speaking of retard dogs. We had a French bulldog um, and we lost it a, a year or two ago and admittedly wasn't a bad little dog. He they was look right. like pugs, don't they? And yeah, thicker set pugs. Thicker set and yeah. they're just a and bit not as, better looking. Probably not as, yeah, more chunky, more staunch <laughs> yeah. looking, like yeah. a, a pug on steroids. Yeah. That's about what they are. <laughs> um, but good for fuck all. Mm. Can't run, can't jump, no. can't swim. Can't even lick their own. Did you know that French bulldogs, if it wasn't for us, couldn't even breed? Yeah. They can't actually fuck. <laughs> they they're not they not work cut out for it. They just they're not shaped right. They they're too staunch and low. Their dicks aren't big enough. Their missus booty hole's too tall. Like there's a whole myriad of reasons. But if it wasn't for a large group of people, because there's a lot of those dogs oh, around, that means there's a lot of motherfuckers out there jerking dogs off. Bestial, a lot great, of dogs. Mate. So this Bestial, is something I want a current affair to get a hold of. <laughs> I want to know the true story, the facts and the figures behind how many people are flogging their French bulldogs off. Because there must be a lot. There's a lot of French bulldogs out there, Taz, and you know I'm right. And there's the fact of the week. Yes, there's your fact of the week. <laughs> so anyway, our other bulldog gets here next week. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to have to tell him the truth, aren't I? 
Yeah. I'm gonna have to tell him the truth because I hate them. They just they're they're a fucking idiot. I'm also a bit scarred by them because when Parker was little and we were living up in Cairns, our neighbour had two of them, and they just barked incessantly. Yeah, like oh, I'm talking non fucking stop. These people would leave the house and these two <laughs> dogs would start. And I had a hose. I don't know if I told you. I had a hose with a fucking spray gun on it permanently hung on the fucking six-foot fence, which incidentally was at the top of about a two-and-a-half-metre retaining wall. <laughs> and I'd scale that retaining wall just to hose those fuckers <laughs> every day. Just wouldn't even have to turn the tap on. Left the tap on permanently. Just <laughs> And they'd come home and they'd come and knock on the door. Our dog's been barking again. How did you tell? Your fucking patio's drenched. I, I slipped I over drowned the every, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just turned their backyard. In the middle of a drought. <laughs> you did, that's right. <laughs> but if you've got a dash hound out there, it doesn't mean we can't be friends. No. Yeah. No, just go and get a real dog. Get a real dog. It's like get a, if you own a dash hound, you might as well buy two cats. Get an Afghan hound. <laughs> 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 Alright, what songs are we going to put up this week? Um, I put one up, a song that is probably the first song that I every time I play my guitar, it's the first song that I always play. Just, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Nutshell by Alison Chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew I up with it. that. That got me through the pretty much Your teenage, teenage years. years. The teenage angst. Angst. Yeah, 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 100%. And, and that whole, like, that whole out, like, band, every, nearly every song of theirs is pretty good, so... Yeah, it is. Um, they're probably one of the North Queensland cult bands. <laughs> like, really? Was it? They they were pretty popular yeah, in North Queensland. Yeah, they, they okay, just then. were for some reason. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At around, yeah, around my age, they were. Yeah, there was a band that I never really got up into was Pearl Jam. Really? Like, because I I think because everyone else did. And yeah, I, everyone I just, did. I hated that everyone just jumped on. Ooh. Well, they're awesome. And I'm, I'm going to sit down tonight and listen to the on Triple J, the full, but they all, full concert. They no. all fell into that same umbrella with Nirvana and Silverchair yeah. and Metallica and all that yeah. sort of stuff. There was just that era of rock music that was good. Yeah, but I just I just couldn't find Nirvana, uh, Nirvana, bloody Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. That. Chili Peppers? What about Chili, Chili Peppers? Peppers yeah. Love them? Yeah. They're good, eh? Yeah. So good. Yeah. They really are. One of the best. Chili My missus has seen them Even Nirvana times. wasn't like, but one of the best unplugs you can ever listen to is Nirvana, Nirvana unplugged. unplugged. Yeah. And another good one is the Alice in Chains Unplugged. Oh, okay. And another one's um, uh, Seether, One Cold Night. Who? Seether. It's a Seether. band. Okay. Yeah. One Cold Night. That's like an unplugged version of all their songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like acoustic, like I love, yeah, I love the acoustic um, set too. songs being played yeah. in acoustic. It was like when um, uh, Hilltop Hoods did that orchestral yeah. uh, Adelaide Symphony Orchestra mm. gig. That was awesome. Yeah. That was shit hot. That was so well done. Yeah. So well done. And I'm glad they were the first kind of band to do it in Australia, like rap group in Australia yeah. to do it because they did it much better than anybody else probably would have. Yeah, and they're probably the top group They, anyway. they are, absolutely. Yeah. They are. I think they still are. Mm. I don't think anyone's held a – I do like Baker Boy. Yep. He's come through. I've got a song we'll chuck on there though. The Seed 2.0 by The Ooh. Roots. By mm. The Roots. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. man. I've always Mm-mm. had a soft spot Mm-mm. for The Roots. I've never had a chance to see them live, but I'd really like to. <laughs> I reckon they'd be pretty sick live. Yeah. When they're not playing for Jimmy Fallon or whoever <laughs> they're backing for these days. One of those, one of those TV shows. Hey. So I'll oh, chuck so- that one up there. But anyone else that's listening out there, chuck music in. We want good music. Yeah. 
Um, Tony's numbers, 0435. <laughs> <laughs> Insta will do. Hit us up on Insta. We'll put some um, links to songs up on Insta as well. Yep. So we're going to call it the PubMO Sunday Sesh. Sunday Sesh. The PubMO Sunday Sesh. Yep. Just search for that on Spotify and it'll be on there as a playlist. Yep. And um, There won't be many songs there yet, obviously, yep. but every week we're going to add a couple. And we'll, yeah, I think um, we, we should add probably, probably three each until we get a good number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So we might add a few more tonight. Done. And, um, yeah, then you can get on check it. Of course, we know all you use mugs out there will be driving a long way right now in yeah. your cars. You need some good, yeah, need you some need good some music. music. You need to hear some a lot more shit. So I've got a little bit more shit I want to talk about yeah, anyway. Sure. Far away. For all this, um, Alone is actually Yeah, I watched the first two, the third one's tonight, tonight, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you want to ever talk about the first couple of people that pulled out on Alone? Mate. I was – so me and my missus have been talking for a while and she's like, you should go on that He's show, I reckon. Talk. Well, no, we, every now and then we communicate. <laughs> um, and she's like, you should go on that show, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then if you watch the last couple of seasons on the American yeah. one, there's some real survival experts no, out there. You have some, to know your shit. you got to know your shit. And that's why I was kind of like, nah, I, I don't think. Then I saw the first two episodes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what in the flying fornication – did people think they were getting themselves? I was. I couldn't. Who who chose these? Who people? chose these people? Like alone, Australia. Get your shit together. Mm. Like there's a couple of young fellas on YouTube that would have done better than those yeah. folks. Like um, I'm really uh, good mates with uh, Mike. That's on there. Outback Mike, and he is pretty much as like from here like. Looks like he's won it already from here on out. But there's a couple of – I just – because I always watch how people make shows and I watch the alones and you always see the, the dude who wins doesn't come really in until halfway, until halfway through, halfway through. I noticed that too. Yeah, I noticed <laughs> that Mike too. Mike didn't come through right till the end of the second sort of episode. Yeah, because they know they're going to keep him and for And there's a while. another dude on there that he didn't get much of a show and I reckon he'd be the only opposition. Uckles? Uckles? No, he's not on there. Oh, is he not on no, there? They didn't make it. Oh, I thought he was. Well, yeah, I don't think he's on. Okay. It, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an but those first dude. couple that they yeah. concentrated on. Oh, that was piss poor. There's a dude. So he um, spent the first night and it was cold. Woke up, kept lo- looking at his family's photo, and um, quit. Was he the one with the dreadlocks? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. And I, I was sitting there. Yeah, watching thanks, it. bro. You made all us cousins <laughs> look real staunch. <laughs> Fucked off after eighteen hours, cuz. Could have hidden in a cave for fucking twenty four hours, couldn't you? <laughs> At least make it to the second day, bro. <laughs> but, but but pull on the um, I'm missing my family oh, thing. That was just suck it up. No one misses their family after not a after day. a day. No way. Um, Maybe a month. But they probably did do a little bit of like a week before. They probably would have had to do. Like I don't a few care. Things. But suck I'm it not. Up. I'm not saying that. But that's like they wouldn't have just been one night away from their family. But the other one. The other one was that other lady that. Every time there was a noise, she just she turned herself. and her eyes were just as big as dinner plates. And I'm like, I said to me, Mrs., this, she's not going to last five and then minutes. And then they're editing in the sounds of some yeah. fucking Tassie devils <laughs> in the background. And I'm, and I'm, I'm kind of, I said to my missus, I said, oh, they can't play the, the Predator card. Don't play the Predator <laughs> card. This is embarrassing. Like for us as Aussies, we come across as rough and tumble, ready for the bush, all that sort of thing. <laughs> When the most dangerous thing is a Tassie devil, don't even bother. Pretty don't much. Don't even bother. They do have uh, brown snakes and 
red bellies and stuff like that. I like how prob- you're trying to cover for them. I appreciate no, that. That's I'm probably sure the only too. thing that the yeah, American audience would say, hey, fuck that. Absolutely. Like, and we crazy. do need to be worried about that. But to yeah. make out like there's some sort of like four-legged apex predator yeah. down in Tasmania that's going to take people <laughs> out. No. No. No, there's fucking not. And that's where A I cranky think- stag would be about the worst thing you'd run, run yeah. into down there. No, I think that's where they, they would – Hoping the elements, they're hoping the elements are going to take everyone out, not not the wilderness. I would, I would have liked to see one when they were talking about it. I would have liked to see one when they chucked them in the desert. I, you said desert. I'd like to do the Cape or the Cape on a river on the Cape. Yeah, like yeah, you got crocodiles. Like you got fucking everything Crocs, up there. Mozzies, yeah. heat, all that sort of stuff. Stingers. You got like a lot more stuff can fuck can, fuck to you contend up. with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, you do. And I reckon the only reason why they didn't because they don't have, they need boats to be able to go and get these people if they fuck up. Yeah, and it's it's so inaccessible. Some of those spots. Mm. The only way you'd be going in is with a chopper. And, also, and then also too, you, you, I guess the show has an onus to be able yeah. to provide them with some water. To survive, but all the water up there is going to have crocs in it. Mm. And the last thing a TV show wants is one of their <laughs> one of their B grade celebrities getting <laughs> nailed by a big salty on national <laughs> fucking TV. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> they just say like, "Is uh, first episode eight left? Second episode four? Yeah. Um, we can't really show what happened to them. <laughs> four. He just decided to leave. Okay." <laughs> Let's leave it at that. <laughs> and, and at the end, this uh, episode's devoted to Tom, Cam. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> In loving In memory. Loving memory. <laughs> and that's exactly why they do it in fucking Tassie. So don't carry on like you're scared because the Tassie tiger devil is not going to do nothing to you. They're the size of a kelpie. Kick it mm. in the guts. But I, I did see where they dropped them off. They, they could have done a bit better with the... Location? The fucking mud, mud and, and shit. I know. And like the, it was like a dam that was about six meters yeah. less of water than it should have been. It should have been. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's and horrible. I've got to go fishing now. It's like between those trees. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it didn't look. Of all the places they picked, they could have picked somewhere that made Australia look good. Mm. They could have done heaps better than that. All I know is they did it for the cold. Yeah, I know. That's right. That's what the the cold sorted old mate out. He's blaming everything else. Yeah, he it was. It was the cold. He froze. He froze his nuts off. And he froze his Absolutely. nuts off that night. And that and was he it. He was done. It. Out of there. Because he was from out family. central. Yeah. And he was from out central Queensland yeah. somewhere. <laughs> he was a he was a desert Murray. Oh, the, but the first or thing desert you do. <laughs> first thing you do is put your timber in under a cover. Right? Oh, I know. And that's <laughs> the thing. Like I think probably because I've watched. I don't mind watching some survival guys on YouTube overseas and that sort of stuff. And you see, there's a real, there's a real process to surviving in the bush. Like mm. there's an order in which you should do things to be successful yeah. in surviving out in the sticks. And if you're going on this fucking show, did you not research any <laughs> of it? This is what blew me away. Like it's kind of like these people. Like oh yeah. Three months in the bush in Tassie. Oh, I can do that. I'm going to take – what am I going to take? I'm going to take my lighter. I'm going to take some – I'm going to – Gumboots. I'm, I'm going to take, take my this. fire stick that I kept losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My fire stick that got wet. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take my big possum – my big possum um, – coat but mind you my money's on her as the dark horse to be yeah. honest i feel like she's the only one that's got her shit together i, I reckon she's hard mentally hard, hard. very hard mm. compared to everybody else yeah so i don't know yeah we we, we, we won't bang on about alone too much because i want to watch the next one tonight that's going to be me tonight yeah check it out so um the only thing is i heard outback might put a thing he had covid when he 
got off the boat. He oh, come, did he? Ended up coming down with COVID. So he ended, it put a bit, bit of a spanner in the work. So I don't know how he's going to go through the show, but he got COVID right. mid-show. Check it out. <laughs> so Let's all get behind Outback Mike. Yeah, on, Outback Mike. Look, it's already over and done with, but at least get on there and watch it. Yeah. Cool. That's me for the week. <laughs> what, are we, uh, what are we up to next week? Hey, I had an idea too, and I thought – we could. I thought we could pull this off. Once we finish our first kind of seasons episodes, whatever you want to call it, I'd like to do something called. I think we could should call it the morning drift. So let's start getting some people. I know a few people through medical fields and all that sort of stuff, who might be able to come in and have a chat to us about important things for blokes. Because mm. there's probably not enough of that around. And I thought we could do it from the Johnson or yeah. out in the reef somewhere. Yeah. Have a drift around, do a podcast and take whoever that lucky individual is for a dive and a, mm. a fish and show them the Great Barrier Reef. I reckon that'll be towards the end of the year. Yep. But I want to start putting that on. So if you're out there and you, you got, you know, fields, fields of concern for blokes, prostates, assholes, fucking throats, you know, all those orifices, mental health, whatever it is, flick it through to us. Give us some insight, what you, what you want to hear about and we'll find someone to talk to about it. Mm. We'll put some motherfuckers on the spot. Definitely. Sound like a plan? Good one. A good one. I've got a, a funny like Shoot, finish on a funny I, one. If I want to um down the down the road here they've planted a heap of sunflowers. I saw it. And pretty cool actually. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every day there's like fifty people in there. In taking there taking photos. photos with the sunflowers. I know it. <laughs> so I wanna get a heap of fucking rubber snakes. <laughs> Put them in there. These people be yeah, warm. Yeah, we should. And set up Where can camera? we get rubber snakes from? Where can we get rubber snakes from? There's got to be somewhere. These people be walking in there. Hi, guys. Welcome to my channel. Ah! We, need, we need rubber snakes and fishing line. That's what we yeah. need. Because they've got to be able to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just drag them towards it. Oh, done. That's us this week. All right, stay tuned, folks. Keep an eye on Insta. Keep an eye on Facegram, whatever you call it. Facegram. Facegram. We'll be on there. We'll put up some more fishing stuff too because we've done a fair bit lately and we haven't really been posting any yeah. fishing stuff. So let's put some dive stuff up. All right. So. Done. We'll do all that. And here's a song <laughs> that I'm actually going to play this time. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> that one. Oh, which one? I want to play yours. No, no, no. Yours. Go. No, we'll do, I, did, I did the first one. That's all right. You can do two. I'm not a pushy cunt. No, fuck fuck you. Fucking. Yeah, take that. Oh, yeah. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> okay, you win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go, chuck it on. And, uh, folks, so, we will talk to you later. Yep, so this, this one's called Nutshell by uh, Alison Chains. Take it away. Taz. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks a lot for listening. That was Nutshell by um, Alison Chains. If you're out on the roads this weekend, stay safe. If you've got a friend in the car that's around you, cars in front, share this podcast with them. Make their day a bit shorter, their drive a bit shorter, because them days are just shit on the road and there's lots of turds on the road. So enjoy yourselves and just remember, put some earmuffs on your kid if you're going to play this podcast. Probably a bit late because it's already been played. Shit, didn't think about that. See you next week, fuckers.